I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Hello and welcome to Not Gambling Advice. My name is Peter Apple. I am your host and it is Wednesday, April 5th and we have five MLB best bets plus a prize picks entry. I'm really excited for today. The model is showing a ton of value and the model actually lines up with a lot of plays that I already wanted to play. So I'm really excited. But yesterday marked our worst day of the season. Uh, Welcome to the ups and downs of baseball. I assume you know them, but of course, we're going to have wins. We're going to have losses over 162 game schedule. Can't expect to win every day, but again, I'm confident we'll have more winning days than losing ones, including today. Feeling really good about these plays. We lost our system play on the Cardinals and our under on the Padres and Diamondbacks. If I could redo it, I would have been less aggressive on tailing Zach Gallen after a slight drop in velocity in his last start. Uh, the Cardinals bet I make 10 times out of 10. And we have another system play today. It just didn't go our way yesterday. And that happens. Um, system plays, you know, that it's hitting close. That one, fading a rookie pitcher on the road in his first start, is hitting close to 70%. Of course, there is the 30-31% chance that it doesn't hit. It didn't hit yesterday, but I think it hits today. We did smack our under in Red Sox versus Pirates. That was an easy winner that saved us from a really poor day. Overall, we went down 1.6 units. Uh, we're still up, we're 11 and 7 plus 4.06 units on the air. And again, five more picks to get us back on track. Just so we all know, again, I'm using BetMGN lines only this year for game picks and prize picks entries. There's a link in the episode description. If you use code JB200, if you're betting on an MLB game, wager $10 and receive 200 instantly. And then of course, use code just baseball for a 100% deposit match on prize picks. Uh, Let's get into the first game because we have a lot to speak about today. So let's start with at 12.35 p.m. Eastern for the Chicago Cubs versus Cincinnati Reds. The pitching matchup is Marcus Stroman versus Hunter Green. We almost have to blindly bet the over in this game due to the weather report and how easy it is to hit at the stadium right now. Ballpark Pal calls Great American Ballpark the highest run scoring environment of the day by far, calling for an 11% increase in runs instead of the average. The next highest is Nationals Park at 7%, and the third is Guaranteed Rate Field at 0%. I'm worried about Hunter Green today. This just isn't his best matchup, and the Cubs' bats have caught fire. Last season, he was worse at home and worse during the day, and he put up a 6.00 ERA in April last season, and he's already off to a rough start. He put up a 4.80 ERA against the Cubs last season over three starts, and the lineup is better than last year. Following Green will be a Reds bullpen overworked in this series. We've seen a lot of these arms have to fill in four starting pitchers who haven't given them much length. And Marcus Stroman is a big game pitcher, right? He shows up for starts like opening day. I wasn't surprised at all to see him have a great opening day start. But following opening day last season, he allowed five runs and four innings to the Rockies. He's not a pitcher you should rely on in starts that don't seem to matter, right? Like a day game on a Wednesday against the Reds. My model actually likes the Reds to win, expecting them to score the third most runs of any team. 
I'm just not playing the Reds due to my concerns about Green, but they see something. I can see runs coming later against the Cubs bullpen that's also been worked in the series, and they still have Stroman allowing two to three runs in five innings. I think it'll be three to three headed to the six, and we need to squeak a few more runs to go over, and the model likes this total to be at nine at minus 101. So the pick is the Cubs versus the Reds over eight runs at minus 105. That's 1.05 units to win one unit. The next play of the day is another system play, Baltimore Orioles versus the Texas Rangers at 2.05 p.m. Eastern. The pitching matchup is young rookie Grayson Rodriguez facing off against Jacob deGrom. The system did not hit yesterday with Dylan Dodd, but it did against Jared Schuster. This is a system I fully believe in fading a rookie pitcher in their first start on the road. Since I started tailing this system in 2021, it's hitting above 67%. Grayson Rodriguez is arguably baseball's best pitching prospect. The Orioles wanted to see him make one start in AAA before starting him in the big leagues. The Orioles general manager, Mike Elias, said this about Grayson Rodriguez right before the game started. Right before the season started, excuse me. And I quote, I wasn't expecting this, and we were hoping that we would show up, that he would show up as a better version of himself than I think we got here. We just had five other guys that were more deserving at this point in time. Those five other guys are Kyle Gibson, Cole Irvin, Dean Kramer, Kyle Bradish, and Tyler Wells. The general manager didn't feel that the best pitching prospect in baseball was as good as those five. He made one start in AAA, and now he's back up? It's pretty strange when you consider Grayson struggled in his first start in the minor leagues. He threw four innings, allowed three earned or three runs, two of them earned, walked four, and only struck out two. I'm sure Grayson will be an excellent pitcher one day, but I'm not sure it starts against a Rangers team that's lost two straight. He has excellent stuff, touching triple digits with multiple breaking balls to work with. He was called up from Norfolk, Virginia last night, so he hopped on a plane and will arrive for a day game against a formidable opponent. That opponent is Jacob deGrom, who struggled in his first start of the year, but his stuff was there, as were the strikeouts. The physical velocity dropped about a half a mile an hour across the board, but his slider and fastball spin rates actually ticked up. Both offenses have been comparable to start the year. The Orioles outranked the Rangers in WRC+, but the Rangers have the edge in hard hit rate. I think the Rangers get out to a hot start against the young rookie, and Jacob deGrom shows us why he's still one of the best, if not the best, pitcher on the planet. And the Sim didn't run this because they still have Kyle Gibson making this start, which he is not. Um, so I'm going on my own here, and I still really love it. It's a system play of mine. So I'm taking the Rangers' first five innings, minus a half at minus 130. That's one unit to win .77 units. Uh, the next game of the day, Cleveland Guardians versus the Oakland A's at 3.37 p.m. Eastern. The pitching matchup is Hunter Gaddis versus Kyle Muller. I had the under written down on this game before the last game even started. Hunter Gaddis is a solid young prospect. His major league stats may not show that, they don't, but I trust a larger sample of minor league success and the Guardians' pitching development. It's not an accident for the Guardians to continue to throw him, and by the numbers, he's due for some positive regression based on his last start. Gaddis allowed four hard-hit balls in three and two-thirds against a much better lineup in the Mariners. He struck out four and only walked one, but he got unlucky. His 3.76 XERA and 2.68 FIP would back that up and his fastball, curveball, and changeup velocity were up from last year. He'll face an Oakland lineup that is rocking an 86 WRC plus against right-handers this season, ranking 20th in baseball. Last season, they put up an 83 WRC plus against righties, 27th in baseball. This is not an offense that hits for much power, and we should get some solid Cleveland arms to relieve Gaddis after he exits. Kyle Muller is really starting to impress me. We took the under in his last start and it easily cashed. He touched 96 mile hours with his fastball, his command looked great, and he held the talented Angels lineup to one run in five innings. He'll face a Guardians lineup whose Achilles heel remains against lefties. 
Last season, the Guardians ranked 27th in WRC Plus against Southpaws at 83, 17% below league average. They've looked much better this season, but it's so early to tell, and the lineup isn't much different from last year. The two lefties that they beat up, J.P. Sears and Robbie Ray, are pitchers they've already had success against in the past. Both starters are plus money to go over two and a half runs, similar to our bet on the Red Sox versus the Pirates yesterday. Oakland is also projected to be the second worst run environment of the day. The Coliseum, one of the best pitchers parks in Major League Baseball. The A's should be able to deploy some of their solid arms after Muller departs, but I think he gives us five to six innings of one to two run ball. That should be enough for this game to fly under the total of eight runs. And the sim, the model has it at five and a half at minus 106. Give me the Guardians versus the A's under eight runs, minus 105. So that is 1.05 units to win one unit. Next game, Toronto Blue Jays versus the Kansas City Royals at 7.40 p.m. Eastern, the late game. The pitching matchup is Zach Ranke versus Alec Manoa. This play is not meant for the faint of heart, but I will continue to fade Alec Manoa until I see until I see him. I will continue to fade Alec Manoa until further notice. He was a pitcher ID'd at the beginning of the season, and he did not look good against the Cardinals. The Royals aren't as good as the Cardinals on offense, but don't be fooled. They can really hit. It hasn't resulted in Gowdy run totals yet, but they are 16th in hard hit rate against right-handed pitching this season and 10th in baseball against both lefties and righties. Continually hitting the ball hard will bode well for you, but the Royals have been baseball's unluckiest offense this season. Manoa pitched exceptionally well against the Royals last year, if you look at the counting stats. He threw 13 innings and allowed 10 hits, but only one in a run. In 48 plate appearances against the Royals' current roster, his Woba is 221 and the opponent batting average is 217. That's great but the expected stats are alarming considering he's allowed a 90.1 mile an hour average exit velocity in those innings. This resulted in a 322 X Woba, a 293 expected batting average, and a 414 expected slugging. I think the Royals smack him for three runs today. All we need is Zach Greinke to weather the storm, and I think he can, considering he looked excellent on opening day and he's at his best in home darts. He rocked a 1-9-1 ERA at home and showed out in his first home start. Toronto beat, beat him up last season, but that was in Toronto, and the Blue Jays' offense hasn't looked quite as explosive as last season yet. The Blue Jays ranked 26 in hard hit rate this season against right-handed pitchers out of 30 teams. Greinke's job is to produce soft contact, and he should be able to do enough to keep the Royals in the ballgame. My model shows value in the Royals winning the game outright, but I'd rather not mess with the whole game because the Royals' bullpen is so suspect. I like this matchup, and if they are tied after five, it's a push. Give me the Royals at an inflated number with most of the betting public riding the Blue Jays. The Sim has the Royals winning through the first five, 2.7 runs to 2.4 runs, so give me the Royals' first five innings money line, plus 165, one unit to win, 1.65 units. The last game, Atlanta Braves versus the St. Louis Cardinals. It's Bryce Elder versus Miles Michaelis. The Cardinals got off to a scorching start offensively, but have slowed down the past few games. They've scored five runs in the past two games, and even the Braves didn't look great offensively yesterday. Bush Stadium is also projected to be the fourth lowest run-scoring environment of the day, a 7% drop from yesterday to 14%. Maz Michaelis has been really solid against the Braves' current roster when we look at some of the advanced data. Through 76 plate appearances, Mike Michaelis is rocking a 309 x Woba and a 243 expected batting average. He was incredible at Bush Stadium last year, and after a rough start at home in his first outing, I think he bounces back. Following Michaelis will be a bullpen with arrested Brian Helsley, Giovanni Gallegos, and Andre Pallante, and I wouldn't be surprised to see Jordan Hicks. The Cardinals also don't play tomorrow, so they'll use their best to ensure a win. The model really likes Bryce Elder today, and I see why. 
Elder rocked a 50% ground ball rate last year, which led to a 317 ERA, 378 FIP, and 425 XERA. Those numbers are pretty solid, but he would also have one of the best bullpens in baseball to relieve him. The Braves have Strider going tomorrow, so they should unload the bullpen in hopes of a sweep here. The model projects this as one of the lowest scores of the day, predicting a 4-3 Braves win with 67% of the money on the over. The Sim has the value at 7 at minus 102, so the pick for me is Braves versus Cardinals under 9 at minus 105. That's 1.05 units to win one unit. So those are the game picks. Again, brought to you by BetMGM. Use code JB200. Wager $10 on any MLB game for new customers, and they will instantly give you $200 in free credits once that $10 wager is settled. So the prize picks entry of the day is 0.25 units to win 0.5 units. And the first leg is Yanni Diaz over one and a half bases. This is just a match made in heaven. He kills sinkers and sliders and left-handed pitchers. Patrick Corbin will be opposing him in Nationals Park, and the park itself calls for offense, as we spoke about earlier. He is also minus 140 on BetMGM to go over one and a half bases. The second leg is Trey Turner under 7 and fantasy score. Really bad conditions to hit in, and the model likes the full game under. Turner is 3 for 14 in his career with no power against Cole, and I wouldn't say I like the rest of the lineup again behind Turner to drive him in. Turner's ex-Woba is a measly 243 against him. Turner is plus 145 to go over one and a half bases, minus 290 to strike out, plus 950 to hit a home run, plus 155 to score a run, and plus 235 to record an RBI. Uh, really like this prize picks entry, and if you want some free money to download for new customers, use code JustBaseball for a full 100% deposit match, and you get to play this for free. Really appreciate you guys listening in. Again, we will have our ups and downs, but I'm really confident about today's card. Five game picks, a prize picks entry, but we have to remember that it is not gambling advice.